Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 15th of September. Thousands of people are continuing to line up in a queue stretching a number of kilometres in London to see Queen Elizabeth II's coffin, which is now lying in state at Westminster Hall. It comes after an emotional final journey for Her Majesty from Buckingham Palace overnight, with adoring crowds lining the streets and watching on in silence as the Queen's coffin travelled through London for the solemn 40-minute parade. Here's how the historic moment unfolded on Sky News. Everybody here witnessing a royal family in grief form part of a nation in reflection. And right now, the royal family are preparing the Queen for this final journey. Charles III led the royal procession, followed by his siblings, Princess Anne and Princes Andrew and Edward, as a gun carriage of the King's Troop Royal Horse Artillery carried the coffin through central London. These mourners describing on Channel 9 how emotional the moment was. Terribly moving. You walk past and it was wonderful seeing all the soldiers and the policemen standing there, so still, but sorry. But when we came back, you know, stopped out by the coffin, that's when it really hit us. We bowed our heads and we blew her a kiss. <laughs> it was amazing and moving. And I do, I hope lots of people come to see it because I think it's a great way of paying great respect to a wonderful woman. Princes William and Harry also joined the procession behind their father, King Charles III. The brothers walking side by side in another important sign of unity, the scenes eerily similar to the moment they both walked behind their mother, Diana, the Princess of Wales's coffin, 25 years ago. Princes Harry and Andrew were both not in full military uniforms. Camilla, the Queen Consort, Catherine, the Princess of Wales and Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex were all driven in cars behind the procession. The Dean of Westminster then accompanied the Archbishop of Canterbury holding a short service with the royal family for the monarch at Westminster Hall. Their heads bowed in sorrow for their beloved Queen. As the coffin enters Westminster Hall, the choir of Westminster Abbey and the choir of His Majesty's Chapels Royal at St James's Palace will sing the song. Her Majesty now lies in state in Westminster where an estimated one million people are expected to pass through the halls until the Queen's funeral on Monday to pay their respects and witness a moment in history. In other news this Thursday morning, the World Health Organisation has declared the end of the COVID-19 pandemic is in sight as death rates around the world continue to fall. The WHO estimated that 19.8 million deaths were averted last year because of COVID-19 vaccines. Weekly death rates are now at their lowest levels since March 2020, but the WHO boss Tedros Gabriasis has warned COVID still poses an acute global emergency with more variants still a major risk. We can see the finish line. We are in a winning position 
But now is the worst time to stop running. Now is the time to run harder and make sure we cross the line and reap the rewards of all our hard work. Meantime, Australia's paid pandemic leave is here to stay, but some fear the dollar figure does not go far enough. National Cabinet met yesterday and has agreed to extend the payment until mandatory isolation requirements are lifted. ACTU Assistant Secretary Liam O'Brien says it's important workers are paid enough to cover the basics. We still are concerned about a number of changes to the scheme, in particular the reduction from $750 to $540. This will mean that for many workers, they will still lose a full week's pay but not be compensated for it. And the Melbourne Royal Show is back this month, returning to the city for the first time since 2019. But as James Lake reports from Melbourne, one fan favourite will be a notable absence this year. Well, I'm not talking about Birdie Beetle, Showbags, Tash or the Rides, but pigs, actually. Yes, pigs are the notable absence this year from the Livestock Pavilion because of health concerns. Organisers say they've had to leave the pigs at the farm because of concerns they could catch and spread exotic diseases pretty easily to both people and other livestock. Pigs are especially susceptible to Japanese encephalitis virus as well as foot and mouth disease. Visitors will also be made to walk across sanitation mats to clean their shoes just like at the airport before entering the Livestock Pavilion and Animal Nursery. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. The local stock market is expected to have another down day after Wall Street had its worst day since June 2020 when the world was in pandemic lockdown. That's right. The Dow Jones sank more than 1,200 points or nearly 4%. The S&P 500 was down 4.3%. The Nasdaq dropped a huge 5.2%. And yep, it was the biggest one day fall of all three average since June 2020. Why? Well, the US had a worse than expected inflation number, and so the central bank there looks set for more big 0.75% interest rate rises. Stock prices fall when interest rates rise too quickly. Yeah, and on interest rates, uh, Peter, very interestingly, will this then put pressure on our central bank to keep hitting us with those rate rises? Yeah, well, in simple terms, the Reserve Bank does roughly play follow the leader with the number of rate rises, but the size of each increase, 0.5% for us and 0.75% for the US, is different because our inflation rate is lower. If our inflation trends higher, so could our interest rate rises. And if you're trying to unsuccessfully rent a property at the moment, you are not alone. New stats show it's certainly not good news for many renters. That's right. The vacancy rate for residential properties to rent is at a 16-year low of 0.9%. That means less than 1% of properties available in Australia to be rented are vacant. And in Adelaide, it's only 0.4%, while Brisbane, it's 0.7%, which means rents will keep on rising. Yeah, it's an awful rental crisis across many parts of the country. Thanks so much, Peter. Cheers, Natasha. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. Extraordinary turn of events here with James Hurd a step closer to making a remarkable return to coaching the Bombers. 
Yes, good morning, Tash. It is remarkable, isn't it, uh, considering the way things ended at Essendon, the whole supplement saga, and then uh, basically removed as coach. He'd been in the footy wilderness until this year, really, where he's held a, a leadership part-time coaching role at the Giants. And obviously, that desire, that motivation to coach an AFL team is still strong with James Hurd. And then to return to his old team would be uh, something extraordinary. But he was one of four candidates to interview for the vacant job yesterday. Jordan Lewis is a full-time premiership hawk. He is on that subcommittee. He insists Hurd's past won't be used against him in the process, telling Fox Footy they can remain impartial. I think you have to with every candidate. There were candidates today that I've had personal relationships with, been involved with at, at certain clubs. So there is certain elements of whether it be emotional, interactive, whatever it might be, you have to come with it from that, that lens. I think this would be well received uh, from a Bombers fan's perspective, but I'm not sure outside of uh, the Essendon Footy Club how the rest of the AFL world would react. Yeah, it's an incredible turnaround. Uh, also making news today, Brett, it's an historic night for boxing in Brisbane and former NRL star Paul Gallen prepares to fight twice on the same night. Is he crazy? Yeah, he'd have to be a little bit crazy. The former New South Wales captain is taking on two uh, of his former sparring partners in the Origin Arena in Justin Hodges and Ben Hannon on the same night. He won't know who he's fighting first until they walk out. It's uh, four by two minute rounds and he has a bit of a break in between as well. Gallen says he is ready to take them both down tonight. It makes me have an hour's break in between. So at my age, cooling down could be an issue, but I've got my mind right now. I've been training like that for the past couple of weeks where I do one session, come back an hour later and do another session, so I'm well prepared for it. And these are the last fights of his boxing career. Absolutely, and the Eels are growing in confidence. Their star playmaker will face the Raiders in tomorrow night's knockout final. Yeah, Mitchell Moses has been uh, battling concussion. They can ill afford to lose their star halfback, and look, their finals record isn't great under Brad Arthur, but the coach insists the failures of the past won't haunt them this week. It doesn't worry me. I haven't heard the players definitely haven't talked about it. Because each year is different. Your squad's different. Um, what happened three years ago, what even happened three weeks ago, doesn't really matter. And they run into the Red Hot Raiders in tomorrow night's sudden death semi-final. Cannot wait for another great weekend of sport. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And Australian racing royalty Gay Waterhouse has been invited to the Queen's funeral next week and is leaving for London this morning. Gay trained for the Queen and Queen Mother, saying it's always been an immense honour. Gay adding the Queen was just a lovely woman and racing was her passion. She'll join the Prime Minister, Governor-General and a number of other Australians invited to the historic event, including Australian of the Year, Dylan Orcott. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda. In your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow.